The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. We got a special guest pulling up with us. He's going to hang out and talk a little bit of football, all that and a little bit more here on the Sooner or Later Sports Show. I am your host, Jay. Thank y'all for pulling up here on the YouTube channel and listening wherever podcasts are downloaded and listened to while you're here. Please wipe your feet, like, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? Go ahead and give us five anyway and gift it. So today's episode of the Sooner or Later Sports Show, we're going to have us some fun. Go ahead and bring in Coop. We're going to bring in our special guest as well. So we're going to talk about how last week went down and just how excited we are about that. Coop, how you feeling? Oh, and that special guest has pulled up. Coop, how you feeling today? Yeah, man, feeling great. Um, actually, I don't feel very good. I don't know if I've got pneumonia or the Rona, but uh, it hit me uh, middle of the day yesterday. And so I'm just, so if, I, if, if I'm a little less me, that, that's why. But uh, gotta have, gotta have my man Isaiah come on. I couldn't miss this. I understand that, man. I'm glad you're feeling better. But we got Isaiah Cole in the house. Cole, what's going on, my man? How you doing? How you doing? My brother, my brother. Thank you so much for pulling up with us today, man. We excited to chop it up, talk ball with you, man. Thank you so much, y'all on the channel. Go ahead and uh, hit a comment in there. Make sure you wipe your feet and like. That way. Uh, Mr. Cole knows that y'all are here, man. But hey, talk to us, man. How you feeling this week after you know finally winning after you know two losses and stuff? Uh, it feel good to get a win. You know, obviously we had the little two game skid, but you know it always feel good to be you know on the good side of the game. So I feel I feel good uh, back in the winning column. Love to hear that. Love to hear that, man. You one of the leaders of the team, man, and. Uh, we're glad to be able to have you pull up, man. So we're going to talk some ball. We're going to talk about last week, you know, the bounce back, you know, the feeling in the locker room, how that went. We'll dive a little bit into going into this coming week with BYU. Um, and, uh, you know, how does it feel like – and I'm going to ask you this first. I went through looking at the PFF grades, right, the grades for the defensive linemen on the team and everything. And you're like the top-rated defensive lineman on the team right now, man. How does that feel? Um, it feel good, you know, just knowing all the hard work that you put in through the, you know, winter, through the uh, summer, you know, fall camp, all that. Just you know, finally feel good that you know everything's working out how you how you plan doing it. So, um, I'm just happy that everything's going to plan. You know, still working, of course, still you know trying to grind, be the best I can be. But you know, it feel good that, to know that the work is uh being recognized. I love to hear that. Love to hear that. Yeah, Co, uh, man, I appreciate you joining us. And if you're just clicking in, uh, it's Isaiah Senior, defensive lineman, Isaiah Co. Isaiah, how often do you look at the stats, and did you know that you were the 12th on the team in tackles? Uh, I, it's crazy because I just looked at the stats for the first time all season, like two days ago, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Like, so you know, it's, I'm just happy that I, I can find the ball. So. That's always, yeah. that's always a good pleasure just to, you know, have a nose for the ball, be always around it, you know. So I was I was actually pretty surprised when I when I looked at it a couple of days ago. The, awesome, um, awesome. The, um, the, the thing that I want to find out is, did you guys, after last season, did you go around the country and um, study what a goal line stand was? Because whatever <laughs> y'all did, whatever y'all did, it's – 
I mean, it's it's blowing my mind, blowing my mind what you guys are doing. I mean, give me more all day. Tell tell us a little bit about that, um, just that mentality. The first one was in Texas, and then, you know, the most recent one, you know, on Saturday. What is it like when you and Terry and Danny and everybody, like, are, do you guys look at each other and be like, nah, we're, we got this again? Like, how's the mentality around there? Um, I mean, it, it started with Coach V. Uh, Coach, Coach V. Uh, Coach Bates, you know, they always preach, you know, make them earn every blade, of, every blade of grass. So when we go in, we be like, okay, they're they're two yard line, so but they're not in yet. So we have that mentality, you know, just take it a play at a time. You know, every play is important itself. So just taking a, a play at a time. You know, watching a lot of film, knowing uh, their tendencies and what they like to do in the red zone and and goal line situations. So just. You know, put in the work, and then we had a lot of emphasis on, you know, red zone defense uh, this year. You know, last year we wasn't one of the best red zone defenses of, uh, in the country, so we really took a, really took pride in you know attacking that. So I felt like, you know, we just had that mentality of you know they're not in until you know they're in officially. So just taking it one play at a time, one drive at a time. You know, don't let them in. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. So we got one uh, fan in here watching you, Isaiah. Corey Alexander, he says, thank you for the gloves. So yeah. it appears you gave oh, yeah. somebody some gloves recently. Yeah, I gave I gave a fan uh, some gloves uh, after the game on Saturday. Well, here's that fan. He says, thank you. He really appreciates it. And, man, he's been stoked about it. I've seen him on the channel a few times, and he's really excited yeah. that you, you hooked him up, man. So thank you for that. Um, no got one super chat. Blake, thank you for the donation. We appreciate the two bucks, man. You got another year of eligibility? Or are you done? Uh, nah, nah, this is my last year. If oh. I would have redshirted, I would because I never redshirted in college. But that's true. You know, I, I played. I played four games already. So yeah, this is my this is my last year. Hey, well, you know that the Big Twelve and rules aren't a super set situation. Like they can change. Them <laughs> so if, if there's a way. I mean, it's for the student. It's forget the Oklahoma portion. It's for the student. So uh, I'll make a call for you, Isaiah, and we'll see if we can get you back in the SEC next year. Appreciate it. I want to go back to that goal line stance, right? You mentioned the emphasis in practice, and I remember before the Tulsa game, uh, Coach Kevin Wilson for Tulsa talked about how in practices back when he was the offensive coordinator for Oklahoma. Now, keep in mind, it's when Sam Bradford, Heisman Trophy quarterback, was playing, right? He was talking about how Venable's defense was so darn intense and so good, he couldn't move the ball with Sam Bradford. They had to place the ball in places on the field. Is that what it's looking like for y'all right now when y'all play defense against the current offense? Are y'all able to stop the number four offense in the country? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna see and act like they don't get us sometimes. But okay, they. But you know, it's a it's a back and forth battle for sure. It's definitely a, a back and forth battle. You know, they some days we get them, some days they get us. So it's definitely a you know consistent battle. Always trying to get better. So um, last, I will lie. Last year they, you know, they were you know getting up on us and all that. So we really took pride in you know. You know, competing with them, you know, trying to make things tough for them so they can be good on game day just so we can be good on game day. And, you know, just having that constant back and forth, we try to uh, make it hard for them. They try to make it hard for us. I like that. I like that. Awesome. Isaiah, so I'm going to I'm gonna do this. There's a lot of people who are probably going to want to uh, want me to ask specific questions, but 
your first two years, you were under the previous regime, right? Uh, you come in, you're new. You've got guys, um, I mean, you've got uh, Isaiah Thomas, you've got Benito, um, I mean, you've got, uh, you know, Perry on Winfrey, all these guys here, and, and these guys are, you know, balling out, but the defense still hasn't made those leaps. Um, you go into last year, now you're supposed to be the leader, and you're supposed to be the one heading up the charge, and you have the year, the year that you had last year. Now, this year, you guys are, you guys are balling. It's, it's, it's an absolute, um, it, it's just a breath of fresh air. Do you reflect back and how do you handle the relationships with the younger kids like PJ or G baby or something like that? And then also make sure that you and Jonah and, um, Jordan Kelly are all just seizing in every one of these last moments. Um, I, I tell them all the time they got it good. You know, we can't, uh, <laughs> We came from a, 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 it was a totally different structure, totally different scheme, you know, just a totally different everything. So when, when Coach Venables came here, you know, he changed all that. And it just really started with, you know, just being more family oriented, you know, doing things together, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, we got to, we were going to war with each other every day on Saturday. So if you're not willing to, you know, go to war and go to battle with the guy next to you and y'all don't have a real relationship, then, you know, how can you really say that you were willing to fight for him if you don't really know each other? So I think that was his first priority and just trying to make everything, you know, bonding, just, you know, doing little team events outside, just always being connected and being together. So that was the first thing. And then, you know, just, you know, being under Brent Venables, like, you know, his resume speaks for itself. You know, no one no one has to uh, say anything about it. You can just go look up everything that he's done from his first stint in Oklahoma to when he was in Clemson and then to now, you know, year two. Obviously, we're not where we want to be, but, you know, just making that huge improvement just from last year. And also just comes from, you know, understanding the defense, understanding what we're supposed to do, you know, why we're doing it. You know, last year, it was a learning curve, you know, it was, a, it was, you know, this is a, this is a hard defense. I'm not afraid to admit that this is a very hard scheme to learn, but once you understand it, you know, things can click so instantly. So that's why I think a lot of this is just, you know, seeing a turnover and just seeing all the freshmen and the sophomores and all the guys that came back, just, you know, playing a lot faster, playing a lot better. Cause we just want to have more knowledge and more understanding of everything that's going on. So, I just feel like that they have that big advantage of, you know, they came in here their freshman year and, you know, they're starting off winning this. So by the time they're juniors and seniors like me, they're going to be even playing faster, even having better stats, you know, and really be, you know, a top five, top 10 defense that, you know, Coach Wendt was always known for. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good point. And, and I guess that the thing to fail to realize for them, a lot of them young ones is Venable's coming from Clemson. And even his days, Oklahoma, you're exactly right. He was infamous for those top 10, top five defenses. And when we had Pearson on over the summer, he was like, man, the talent that's on this roster right now can have a top five defense right now. And granted, statistically, y'all are pushing up there in the top 15 to 10 right now in a lot of advanced metrics. So that's cool. Let me pull up some of these uh, uh, viewer questions. We got one that asks, non-football related, do you watch anime? Uh, not anymore, but I used to be a real big anime, uh, when I was younger, you know, with my brother and my cousins, we definitely used to, uh, watch anime and I used to watch Dragon Ball Z and all There we go. I used to watch, (laughs) I used to watch all the, I kind of outgrew it, 
you know, just getting older and all that. But I definitely was a big anime kid growing up. Okay, sure. I can dig that. I still watch it with my kids now at this point. It's it's Attack on Titans been our joint for a bit. My daughter's trying to get me into Juju Kaisen. So I'm yeah. working on uh, whenever football season's up and I have time, I'll actually watch it and see what they're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Uh, Steven wants to know, what's your favorite poem from Bates? I know Coach Bates is <laughs> infamous for the poems he likes to put out there to y'all. <laughs> What is he? What is he throwing to y'all? And what's what's your favorite one so far? Let's let's show your coach some love. Um, I can't really I can't really think of one off of the top of my head, but um, he just said a lot of good ones, and it was actually it was actually it wasn't even a poem. It was something he said before the Texas game, and it was uh-huh. like one of the first times he's like really said something. We were all like, okay. Like we never like we never really seen this side of Bates. You know, he's always been you know, he's always been a good guy. But you know, it kind of brought that like fierce side of him that we haven't really seen. And he had said something uh, before the Texas game, and he was like, "It was like three things you owe. It's the thing, three things you always pay back man. And the first one was, he was like, "Pay back money, you pay back tools, and you pay back an ass whooping." So. Mm. Obviously, you know, context for context, we all know what the last part was for. So we kind of, you know, we kind of felt them before that pregame. And it kind of, you know, kind of gave us a little juice going out there on the field. I liked, I liked that. I liked that. All right. Um, favorite game of the year so far? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to be biased in, in, in <laughs> game. It's okay. Like, it kind of, okay. it kind of, uh, it kind of spoke for itself. But I would say this past game, you know, going okay. out there, going just going out there with the alternate uniforms, you know, playing. It was a night game, and you know the palace was rocking. You know, the fans were sold out. You know, we had our little light show after the quarters. You know, it was you know, it was a real fun experience, and then that was something I'll, I'll definitely remember for a very very long time. Okay, okay. So last game, the night game, something that y'all don't get very often since man, you know the Big Twelve hates our guts and that they keep sending us at eleven o'clock in the morning. Y'all gonna be playing at uh, <laughs> eleven o'clock in BYU, bro. That's ridiculous. Okay. That was um, you do you participate in the Oklahoma drill? Have you taken anybody out recently? <laughs> nah, we don't. We don't do Oklahoma. <laughs> we're not, we don't do Oklahoma. I don't, I don't think we're allowed to do it in college. That's why. But we did have a um. It's this thing called W drill. So we do. Um, hmm. It's basically uh, three position groups. It's the linemen, it's the mid skills, and the skills, and they all, they all go against each other in like a kind of like an Oklahoma drill type type vibe. Okay, I like that. I like that. So it's like right, an cool. it's like an alternate version of Oklahoma. You can say. Is that is it not as dangerous? Yeah. Is that what it is? Nah, it's yeah, not as it's, it's not it's not as dangerous. That's what. That's <laughs> okay. The part. I that's Isaiah. Fair. Last <clears throat> last year you were. The one of the only dudes on the line that was 300 plus, right? And so, like, you were the anchor, you were the nose tackle. Like, when it, whenever they said big guy, like, we know who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you with the weight gains and you know, Jonah Lalau moving over. Can you tell me a little bit how that process went in the summer as far as like, hey, we just need to get bigger up front, bigger, 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 like. Was that a was that something for you that was a struggle also since you kind of were already there or were you just fine tuning stuff with Schmitty? No, I've always been a big kid my pretty much my whole life. So being three hundred pounds was definitely not you know, definitely wasn't a struggle for me. I think it was more of a struggle 
you know, for the guys with our, you know, our last coaching staff, you know, they had us more on the light side. So it was more hard of people getting used to it of not necessarily gaining the weight, but playing at that weight. You know, a lot of these guys never really been 300, 295, you know, plus all around. So it was, it took a more of a toll on the guys. So I just, and they were kind of, and they were asking me for help, you know, how do you do certain things? You know, how are you so used to, you know, you know, doing uh, things at this big of a size, and you know, I just had to get them little tips, little hits on, you know, some some of them were even asking me, you know, how do you like gain weight or how do you maintain weight? And you know, it's kind of like not on me because I have a I have a very slow metabolism, so you know, gaining weight wasn't really that hard for me. You know, I could eat two meals, and I'm I'm right back at you know 300 pounds by the next morning. So just you know, understand people just understanding their bodies and you know what they eat and what not to eat and. You know, timing is timing is everything too. You know, eating at the right time, eating at you know, at a constant pace, but not too much, but also not too little. So just giving them hints, you know, here and there, just just you know, they can be better. Okay, so I got an interesting one for you. So this season, it's it's been interesting defensively how 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 effective you all have been without the tallies that everybody looks for, right? So what my point is, we're going to is sacks. We don't have a lot of sacks right now. So I'm curious to what you guys do practice-wise to keep that intensity going and understanding that you probably ain't going to get the sacks, but you're going to disrupt things on the offensive side. What is that plan? How do you guys shape that in preparation for games? Um, I mean, we keep, we try to keep the same thing every week, you know. I mean, us players understand, you know, what's going on. We understand what type of scheme we run, so we understand that Every time is not going to be there for the ball. But, you know, just having even uh, pressure or, you know, just affecting the quarterback's throw, you know, that counts, you know, just as good as a sack or, you mm -hmm. know, anything. So our coach always touches us, you know, just, you know, move the quarterback off the spot. You know, he likes to say make them uh, shoot a fadeaway. So just try to make them, you know, uncomfortable make them try to throw a bad ball, you know, get an incomplete pass. You know, like also, also tells us to get our hands up, you know, tips our picks. You know, the easiest pick kit, the easiest pick to catch is a, is a tip ball. So it's a lot of teachers a lot of time to get our hands up, you know, make it easier for the backers. So, you know, even though, like, we're not going to get to the, the quarterback every single time. And trust me, we want sacks just as much as the people out there want sacks. So yeah. I'm definitely not that trying to downplay it. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, affect the quarterback any way you can just to get off the field. So it's multiple ways to do that than just by a sack. I like that. I like that. That's a good point because that's one thing I preach to a lot of people that be viewing the channel. I'll be telling them, man, like, no, we ain't got the sacks, but go watch the pressures. Watch the hands going up. Watch the. Yeah. I mean, we've got interceptions because a lot of it is disrupting what the quarterback's trying to do. We're, we're getting the pressure, and that's the most yeah. important there. So just it, It's just mostly just get them off, get them off timing, get them <laughs> off rhythm. You know, just try to make it hard for him. Try to make him, you know, if he's going to beat you, you know, he has to be the, the perfect ball or he just made a play, you know, more of that type of way. But, you know, as long as we can affect him and make him make the ball, you know, as inaccurate as possible, you know, you know that's a success in our book. I love that. I love that answer. Uh, got a couple questions here from the people. Stacy asks, how did JUCO shape you? I know you came in from Iowa Wesleyan, uh, I mean, Iowa Western. And you played there. Uh-oh. Did we lose you? Can you still hear us? I think we might have lost him. Uh-oh. Oh, there he is. The return of the Mac. Um, you went to Iowa uh, Western Community College. Um, I think uh -oh. he, he might be logging back in. 
think, yeah, I think he's like my lost his connection. We'll give him just a minute to come back in and we'll get to this question, Stacey. Thank you for asking that. It's a very good question because I'm actually curious exactly how. Uh, there you go. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My uh, my, my family was calling me, so I had to just add a little knowledge in the middle. But uh, Juco. Yeah, how'd Juco shape you? Because I know you went to Iowa yeah, Western and, and then you came uh, here from Illinois. How'd it shape you? Yeah. Um, Juco was humbling. Uh, it teaches you a lot, you know, it creates a lot of bonds, you know, it creates a lot of things, you know, people, you know, people go to JUCO for a multitude of reasons, you know, transfers, grades, under recruitment. So just having that journey and, you know, just getting a second chance, really, uh, that's what I would say. The main thing, just taking advantage of my opportunity, you know, you know, God gave me a second chance and he gave me another opportunity to be able to play, you know, division one football. So, I was never ever gonna uh, let the opportunity begin. So it just taught me, you know, be more grateful. You know, understanding that okay, this is not, you know, you might have messed up the, the the first time, but you know, you you got a you got another shot. So I'm not gonna just let this one block uh, go away. So it just taught me to, you know, be more appreciative, be more grateful for the things I got in life, and it just makes you, you know value everything that you have right now because. Then you realize that, you know, people have a worse than you. You know, you might think you're in a bad situation. Then, you know, someone someone can have it a lot, lot worse than you. So just understanding that mindset of, you know, accepting everything that comes to you, the people, you know, the place, no matter where you are, just, you know, being appreciative. I like that. I like that. Got another good one here for you. Um, who's your favorite player on the team to watch? So when you're sitting on the sideline and you out and you got to watch them, who you like watching? Who who gets your attention right now? Young or old? We'll take them all. Um, Drake, man. Drake, man. Drake, man. Drake comes in every day. You know, he might he might say two words the whole entire day, but you know what you can you know you know what you're getting out of Drake, you know. You know, Drake gonna give you all. Drake gonna be scrappy. He's just gonna and he's also and also gonna he also gonna love on you too, like, you know. He, Drake, man, I love watching Drake, man, just going out there and play and going out there and just, you know, fight no matter what, no matter what's going on. Okay, we had a bad series or a bad play, and, you know, just go back out there and go back to work, you know, just having that working mindset. So, man, I love watching Drake, and I, I just love to have him as a teammate. You know, that's someone I definitely appreciate. Awesome, right. awesome. I got one more, and then I'm going to pass it to you, Coop. Um Offensive lineman, who's the hardest for you to beat in practice? Who's the one that be giving you fits when y'all duke it out? Who's your who's your nemesis on the team? Uh, Savion Bird, Savion Bird, <laughs> nice Savion Bird. Because it's actually funny because you know me being from JUCO, me and Savion like came in together, so I watched yep. I really watched Savion growing up. So you know me being an older guy, him being younger, you know I used to get you know majority of the wins when he first got to college, but. Now that he's gotten bigger, gotten stronger, you know, just, you know, overall better as a player. You know, Savion, you know, he really gave me some gold this year. So we definitely had some battles. So I would definitely say Savion Bird was my was my, big, <laughs> my biggest nemesis throughout the year. Love it. And the big thing everybody pointed out, iron sharpens iron. So that's a good yeah. thing to hear with that. Yeah. So cool. Uh, well, Isaiah, let's, let's, uh, let's talk this week. Um, I mean, you just went – uh, you went with Kansas, which obviously winning record, 
you know, in the quarterback situation, little injuries, but they had a potent offense. Oklahoma State was on a, on a roll, on fire. West Virginia was too. This is the first game in a while that this is a team that's really not like trending up. So mm-hmm. what what uh, what's going on in the film room as far as like things that you guys have to shut down? Like what's your number one and number two things you got to shut down uh, to really take it to BYU this week? Um, well, our first goal each and every week is to stop the run. Um, we know if we can stop the run, we know we can control the game. So if we stop the run and we just, you know, do our jobs, you know, we really feel like we can, you know, go toe-to-toe with anybody in America. And I feel like if we just uh, have that mindset of being physical, physically dominant, you know, because, uh, you know, they're pretty known for being a, a physical team. So, but, you know, Oklahoma is known for being a physical team. Like, you know, we're not we're not afraid to, you know, go toe-to-toe with anybody that, that says that. So, we know if we stop the run and just, you know, dominate the line of scrimmage, that, you know, anything's going to happen and, we, and we, we're confident we can win the game. I love it. Yeah, it 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 appears that y'all take uh, it personally when people try to run on y'all, and, and I love to see that, especially as we talked about that goal line stance. Y'all y'all went in there, and I mean, I think I've done one like every week since Texas. Like Texas was the first one, and ever since then, somehow y'all they the team gets lucky to get there, and then y'all just don't let them go past it. It's been beautiful. It's been poetry in uh, in motion. So. Uh, on, on that on that note, who's the player that you like being lined up next to the most? Like, who do you have the best chemistry with at that uh, defensive tackle position? Uh, I'm, I, I like being out there with, with anybody, you know, mm-hmm. because we know we're a lot of uh, a lot of vets, so we kind of uh, know what's going on. But I would say it would be between uh, between Jacob Lacey. Or uh, Jordan Kelly, you know, just because I've been I've been with Jordan the longest, and you know us both being older guys, but you know I like being out with Lacey because you know he likes to communicate, so he gonna make sure you know whatever play we give, mm-hmm. he gonna he gonna talk to me, and then Lacey, he's also a technician, you know, Lacey's real technically sound, you know, he's a real uh he's a real good football player, you know, very underrated, very you know undervalued, so. I'm always I'm always appreciative when I'm out there with Lacey or Jordan, just because I uh, I know we can get the job done for sure. And then I also like that I also like that being out there with Dejan, especially when, <laughs> on the third on the third and shorts, because you know people think they can just run the ball. You know, not to not to be you know cocky, but you know I just have a lot of confidence. You know, two hey, but to be confident is what it is. <laughs> two, two, <laughs> 200, two, 315 pounders out there. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't yeah. have success running the ball. So I definitely like that being out there, DJ, on the uh, third and fourth and shorts. All right, you get to clown on somebody. How weird is Jaron and Danny? Uh, you know, <laughs> you got the samurai thing that has taken over. I think that you guys along the uh, the defensive line, you guys need your own thing because they've got multiple different things between the defensive backs and the backers. Uh, but yeah. uh, when you hear them talking behind you or just see them at practice or off, you know, off the field, um, how is it to watch this Looney Tune off the field, but then such a focus on the field and just a phenomenal football player? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's funny to me because my locker is right next to both of them. So their locker is right <laughs> next to each other. And I'm I'm literally right across from them. So I've been seeing this every day for the past two years. So 
you know, y'all might see something out there, y'all might laugh, and I'm like, man, that's 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 just Danny and Jaren, you know, every day for me for the past, you know, two years. So, you know, I just let we let them do them, you know, whatever they wherever they go with, you know, I support, you know, whatever they feel like, you know, they want to do that week, whether it's change their hair or you know go outside in a in a Batman and, and Spider Man costume or you know whatever they whatever they whatever they play with them I'll be all for it because you know at the end of the day it's it's a good laugh, you know. It's all just funny games. So I definitely I definitely be out there, you know, showing love when I can. Love, love to hear that. Love to hear that that they're yeah. just as goofy in practice all the time like they are on the games. That that means that their personality is real, right? Yeah. All right, I, I I got kind of a serious one for you here and and one of my favorite things that I've seen you all as a team is not only is it showing that you guys communicate well, but y'all hold each other like accountable for real. Y'all, y'all will jump on each other and stuff. So last game, was that you and Kip Lewis that got into it with each other when they had to call a timeout? <laughs> no, nah, that was uh that was me and Kobe. That was okay, it was Kobe. Kobe. Okay. Was I was trying Kobe. to figure out if it was Kip or Kobe. I couldn't tell because they didn't never turn, but I saw mm. y'all went helmet to helmet, man. Talk to me about that intensity, man. Uh, uh, I, I, I want to hear about that. <laughs> uh, so we, um, so we didn't, we didn't, get, we didn't get a call. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Coach V, and I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for him to give a call. But he was calling, he was calling timeout the whole time, but he never, they never told us. So it was like, it's, I'm like, it's fourth and short. Like he got like the. Uh, the center had his hand on the ball, and they always preach to us, like, be ready to get in the stands when the center has his hand on the ball. So Kobe's telling me to get down. I'm like, how am I get down if I don't know what I'm doing? So I'm like, so we just going back and forth, and then Coach V had called timeout. So then Kobe was like, man, I need you I need you to get down. I'm like, how am I get down? Like, I don't know what play we're running. Like, y'all want me to just line up anywhere? I'm like, y'all, don't, y'all not telling me. And then we just had a, you know, we just had a little, you know, a little scuffle. But you know, of course, we dapped it up, you know, after we they pointed the ball and all that. But you know, it was just, you know, heat of the moment. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to stop. So I just need to right. know, I just need to know what I'm doing. You know, we done did this before, so I'm just trying to be prepared. So it wasn't, you know, it was big in the moment. But you know, we kind of we just laughed about it, dapped it up. You know, we was all good after that. And that's I, the best part. Y'all, y'all, you can tell, like I said, yeah. you can tell the accountability with each other, just as brothers, just making sure that everybody's in the right spots. Yeah, I saw people moving your butt to the side, and y'all jump over and move over. I mm. love seeing that y'all care so much about being as perfect as possible. That that's just that that's a that's a winning team. That's basically what what I got out of that. So that's good. Go ahead, Coop. Yeah. All right. So um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, you know, in the off season, there's been a you know, the, the, the phrase of the week was competitive depth. And so now we have a, a, a drinking game. Every time someone says competitive depth, you got to take a drink um, <laughs> just because it happens so much time. So let me ask you about this is not only did you guys have six or seven guys that are 300 plus, but you've got a, a rotation of guys that you guys can just bring in and bring in and bring in, like, give me one of the, one of the pups that you think is just, I mean, it's going to be somebody that's going to be that dude. Uh, Grayson. Uh, I definitely think Grayson, uh, Ashton Sanders. Uh, yeah, we love Ashton. Yeah. And, uh, and Calvin Gilliam for sure. I think, uh, mm. I think those three, you know, once they, uh, once they really get settled in, you know, it's their time. 
I really feel like they can, you know, go out there and compete at a high level or even higher than us, you know. I, I feel like, you know, once it's, it's their time to, you know, really, you know, get on the field in a, a big game, in a, in a close game, I really feel like they're going to be able to go do their job. So, and then for the DNs, you know, you, obviously everybody loves, everybody loves PJ. So, <laughs> but um, Taylor Wine, Taylor Wine, he's good. He's actually, you know, he's a real good pass rusher for somebody that's, you know, so young and so raw. So I really feel like mm-hmm. Taylor, you know, he really gets, you know, built, you know, in a weight room with Schmitty for, you know, a year or two when he really comes into his body that he really can go out there and, you know, go be a monster. And, uh, and R. Mason, R. Mason Thomas for sure. Um, R. Mason is freaky fast. You know, that's probably one of the f- fastest big skinny dudes I've seen, you know, <laughs> with my own two eyes, you know. He got real, real twitchy, real like quickness. Can can bend around the corner, so I really feel like those guys, once they, it's really their time to you know go out there and you know set the tone. I really feel like they can go out there and you know be dominant. Like you called him a big skinny guy. That's <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> yeah, hilarious, but true. Because he like he's still skinny, but you know he got he got some muscle to him. You know he this is second year here, so. He still got a, he got a little muscle to him, but you know he's that's the biggest skinny guy that can you know go out go outside and his bare feet and go run a, a four three four four with you know with ease. So I'll make some time definitely be a stud for the future. Wow. Okay, that's the dude I'm gonna keep my eyes on for. All right, <laughs> <laughs> couple of these uh, questions from the chat. All right. Um, Diet wise, what what's some of your diet consist of? Like what what's some things you like to eat to get your get your body to the to the the prime size that and ability that you are today? Uh, I'm not even gonna say I have a real diet because I'm still a, I'm still a kid at heart, so <laughs> I still like snacks, I still like all that, but you know, it's just it's more about it's more about portion size more than what you eat. But you know, I always try to uh eat breakfast, you know, I always try to eat at least around like Four four to five eggs every morning, you know. After because we work out first, so after workout, try to eat four to five eggs, you know, just get that protein and all that. And then lunchtime, get some fruit, some vegetables, and try to have a, a meat. You know, might be chicken, might be you know a burger. You know, just any type of uh, meat. And then for dinner. You might go the pasta route, you know, get a you know, get a little pasta in you, so keep the greens and all that. So just it's not more more necessarily the diet, it's just more the portion size, I would say for me. Try to even out the try to even out the portions for every meal. So no, not too little, but not too high. I like yeah. that. Friday nights. What's it like Friday mm-hmm. night before a game? Like what what do y'all what, what what's the tradition for yeah, I heard y'all do movies and stuff too. Like, what was the tradition before a game? Okay, so, so last so last year we used to go. We we went to movies every Friday. Um, sometimes it was good, sometimes it was bad. <laughs> but but not not, and I'm not saying I'm saying bad is is because we would have an early game the next day, so we mm. would we would have you know a light of sleep. So this year he had changed it to uh only evening game so only if we have a two a 2 p.m game or beyond we have the option and if we want to move so 
since um since when we don't have when we have the early games, of course, you know we will uh, have a we will have a, a team meeting. We will eat dinner, and then we will watch um we'll watch a little film, uh, and then we will have chapel. We'll have chapel uh, at night instead of having in the morning, and then we will have a uh, we have a team meeting, of course. You know, coach uh, give us a couple positive words and all that. And then we'll have a uh, usually have like a team video, like a like a hype video before the game, and then we will have a players only meeting, and you know all the players can you know get whatever off their chest, whatever they whatever they want to say, whatever they feel before the game, and that's that. But for afternoon game, we will, uh, we will go to the, we would eat dinner, we would go to the movies. Uh, the uh, the seniors pick the movies, so. We'd be kind of iffy this year because you know we've been having a lot of slim options. So, fair. But we did, we did have a good movie last week. We watched the uh, we watched the town. So yeah, that's that good. Was, that's a good. That's a real good movie. Yeah, that was probably one of the the better movies we saw this year. So we went to the movies. Uh, had a quick wherever Coach V had a uh, watched that video. Had a players on meeting, and yeah, that's really about it. Okay. Okay. Got two more questions from the crowd, and then we're gonna pass it right back to you, Coop, so you can get those coughs out your system. I saw you over there choking on yourself about five minutes ago. Um, favorite piece of barbecue, my boy PG. Ribs. What's your favorite piece of barbecue? Ribs. Are you a rib, rib. guy? I'm a, I'm a big rib guy. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. You, you being there? pork, pork or beef? You got a favorite? Man, it all it, is, it don't matter to me. <laughs> it's gonna rib get rib. regardless. It's gonna, it's gonna get eaten regardless. I'm yeah. not picky at all. I love it. Do you be you be making your own? You, be, you smoking your own ribs yet? My dad, my mom, my dad. So I don't I don't really you know try to get involved. I kind of let them do what they want to do. Okay. So whenever they whenever food ready, I'm I'm there. That's all you can. That's what you can count on. All right, all right. As long as the plate's made, you there. You gonna be there for the yeah. ribs. You sm- I'll be, I'll be smoke his own. <laughs> I'm on my yeah. way. Sweet. Yeah. Toughest guy on the team. Who's out? I want to know who, the, who you think is the toughest, and who who who's a, like a shocking strong person on the team. Mm. Lewis Carter. Lewis Carter. He I, was all a, I hear about. I heard that dude get like weights when he was like five years old. Like he been, yeah, lift, he he been lifting cars since he was a baby. He said he used to work out with his uh, older brother before he got to college. So. Lewis said he was lifting like when he was young. So I was, we was, um, we weren't in the same rack, but we all worked out at the same time in the summer. And Lewis was doing like, I want to say like 315 for like 10. Oh. He gets a phone call 315, like 10 times. Lewis Carter. Jesus Christ. That's what right in the middle of got that got that next phone call. So well, hey, he did three fifteen. Nah, nah. Yeah, Lewis was yeah, Lewis was doing uh Lewis was Lewis was repping it, man. And it just kind of threw me off. Like, cause you don't see nobody like really skilled, mill, like really doing three fifteen mm-hmm. for more than once a Tyson. Lewis, he I was like, man, this is like a strong dude, like a strong mother, you know. <laughs> that, that, like that, like you ain't you don't, you don't see like as a freshman too. You know, he barely eight. I don't think he was eighteen yet. You don't see nobody, you know, like that doing three fifteen. So Lewis was definitely, Lewis definitely blew me away on how strong he was. 
So he's gonna be terrifying for real at linebacker uh yeah. next year when he started to run out there on the field. Jeez. Yeah, Lewis going uh, he could take him on the block for sure. Okay, okay. I'm 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 ready to see that then. Uh Coop, what you got up? Lost him one more time. He'll be back. I'm gonna wait for him to pop back in here. Um, if he comes back on, I might re-ask this because I want to get what his reaction was during the extra point when all the fans are chanting SEC. Like, <laughs> did they all look at each other? Did they have any, you know, prefaced conversations? What happens? What do we do if this happens? But uh, I was re-watching the game earlier today. It was just making me laugh because when I saw it live, you know, I thought if we ever do this, that is so janky. There's no way that we should do it because I make fun of most of the people yelling SEC or the teams that are not very good in the SEC. And uh, so just uh, made me laugh when I was just thinking what would oh, what would oh, be good. happening if yeah. what would be happening if you're sitting there, um, you know, and, and it's kind of like a shot at the uh, the refs because – not that he can comment on the uh, the questionable calls that uh, Texas and Oklahoma have been getting here recently, but it's uh, it's just absolutely crazy to to have something like that go down because of an extra. I mean, like right during an extra point, and I'm still confused at why Matire was tossed out of the game because I'm pretty sure that was the. Uh, I mean, he, that is the least amount of blocking he's ever done on a play. <laughs> I mean, and, and the way he ran up on the dude, man, that's the thing that 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 was just crazy. Like, oh shoot, he he was definitely uh trying to get that revenge. And I, I mean, I love to see it. And it's funny because I was listening to uh, Gabe and Teddy, and uh, when Isaiah gets back, he'll be back in there <clears throat> very soon. Um, and um, he, they were talking about how after. What was it? Um, after after Drake, you know, got, made the catch, he was on the ground, and Dylan Gabriel was the first dude to run up on there. You see the videos running around social media. Um, he they run up in there, and he runs up in there, and like I, I guess number twelve, like barely touched. Oh, actually, one of their teammates came over to separate it, right? And when they touched him, it was like, dude, they had to, he dude deserved an Oscar for oh, him yeah. falling to the ground the way he did, and that's why all the dudes were standing around him, and I was cracking up um yeah. i was like oh i didn't realize that that was an acting job by him which granted i totally get it, it was probably an acting job it kind of looked like he flopped and fell to the ground so it's probably nothing serious uh i bet you his phone died i got i got money saying that isaiah's phone died he says he says that it kicked him out so he's gonna try to shut the phone down and, and, and start it back up but yeah uh if you were just joining us we've had isaiah co senior defensive tackle uh from the Oklahoma Sooners. And uh, when we were walking in during OU Texas, uh, a couple ladies in front of me um, were, uh, yeah, no, I was getting hungry too. A um, couple ladies walking in front of me. And uh, when I saw both of them had co jerseys, I, I figured I would ask. And it was his mom's and his aunt. And uh, so um, they were extremely talkative. And so uh, I sent the picture of them, him on the show. And they were like, oh, you got to send us the link. Like we're, we called him. So, all right, here he comes one more time. Yeah, the man himself. Uh, totally understand. Welcome back, G. Yeah. You know, internet's always funny and stuff, man. So, totally understand, you know, you know, being disrespectful to you and everything. But someone asked a good question in here. And I got to ask you. We got to get this to you, and then Coop's going to ask you some stuff. I got to know. Everybody's got a Schmitty story. 
I know you got a good Schmitty story, right? <laughs> See, he's smiling. He's smiling because he know everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. What was it like meeting him the first time? And give us a good story of what, what went down. Okay, so um, we had we had met him uh, like right before our bowl game at uh, Oregon, right? So it was it was him and BV, and I'm just got, like, bro, he's like this man is little, like this man is like he really like five seven five six max. I'm like this man is like little, like this the guy that y'all. Uh, like everybody been so afraid of. I'm like, it's no way. Like, it's no way. Like, this is him. So I'm. I'm gonna tell you the first one. <laughs> so it oh, was yeah. the summer. It was. It was. It was the summer. It was last summer when he first got here. We were running, and uh, it was. It was the Miz, the skills, and it was the big. So it was just the uh, the big. It was just the the D line. It was just the D line. I think the O line was there too. So, I'm I'm running like mind you, I'm I'm killing I'm killing a workout like I'm I'm killing a workout. So it's like mid run. So I I scream. I look at him and I scream. I said I said this you got. I said you could have let this at A and M. Like this is what the, this was all the hype was about. Like I don't like I'm I'm like. I'm going, I'm going in, like, I'm going in. I'm like, nah, like, y'all could have kept this at AM. Like, I don't believe this. Like, this is nothing. So then I'm running. I'm like, I'm like, come on, Jerry. Like, I'm calling him by his first name. I'm like, come on, Jerry. Like, you got to come better than that. You got to come better. Like, this is nothing. Like, they told me you supposed to be, I'm not feeling it. And so then he's like, he's just sitting there, like not saying a word. Like he's just sitting there staring at me, you know, he, he, cause he runs with us. Like whenever the last group goes, he'll like run behind us and he'll tell us our time. And then, uh, he's just there and he's just not saying anything. So when we get done, he was like, he was like, I like that dog. He was like, I like that. He was like, and I'm just in my head. I'm just. I'm just. I, I want to laugh so bad. I just want to laugh so bad, cause I'm like, like this man is like the man. The man is funny. Like the man. He's like he's really childish. Like if you ever like really hang out with him, he's very childish. So the second time it was this past year. Uh, we were we were running, and we won like. Three, we run like three half gashes. And he just tells us to stop out of nowhere. Just randomly, he just tells us to stop. And he was like, he was like, just leave, just leave, just leave. And I'm like, and we're all just sitting there like, like, huh? Like, 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 what's going on? And so then I'm I'm like, no, nah, like I'm I'm trying to finish the work. I'm not, I'm 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 really arguing with him. I'm like, I'm not leaving, right? I'm not even. So then he tells us to, uh, tells us, he says, like, we're not finishing the workout until he leaves. And so I'm like, fine. So everybody starts yelling at me. Everybody just says, just leave, just leave, just leave, just leave. So I'm leaving. 
And so then we were on like we were on like the the, the second to last one, right? Because we weren't doing a lot. So then comes in, and then he says, uh, he he tells us to come back, and he says, everybody can run, but you. So I'm looking like, I'm looking like, yo, like, you're not gonna let me finish the workout, bro. And then he's just like, no, 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 you can't finish the workout. Like, you can't finish the workout. And so then he makes me come back the whole next day, and I have to redo the entire run by myself. Crazy story. He's a. Uh... He's going to get his, and you may you may feel like you got one up on him. And he he he's got a catalog up here, and he just puts puts the offense in. And he's like, I'll remember. So he was waiting Man, for the opportunity like, to get yeah. you back. He was waiting. Like, Petty tells me tells me to come back. Tells me to come back. Put my foot on everything, and says, Nope, you can't run. That's crazy. Crazy, man. crazy, crazy. All right, so you got you've got uh, two regular season games, and then I'm just going to go ahead and call that uh, Sooner Magic gets us in the Big Twelve Championship game. But um, obviously, no eligibility left over. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, what's the process like you've right now? It's just kind of prepping for uh, the the combines, the Senior Bowls, and everything like that. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, you know. I just been trying to finish the season, man. Uh, okay, that's kind of what I was hoping you would say. Yeah, I just been trying to go out there and go win a ball game for my guys and just go out there, you know. Hopefully, you know, what's the magic? Go to a Big Twelve championship. Go try to win, and you know, try to win. No. And, you know, take care of itself, you know. My goal is to go, but, you know, whatever happens, happens. But, you know, I've just been trying to soak all this these last couple of weeks in and, you know, just trying to win the ball game and try to, you know, finish out the best way I can. Nice, nice. The um, My last question here before we get you out of here is um, the – the bowl games are, you know, are always a really, really good time. Um, so far, what's been your the, kind of the favorite bowl game that you played in? Was was one much better than the others? Uh, the Alamo Bowl. The Alamo Bowl was fun. Uh, you know, we had Coach Stoops there, so yeah, <laughs> Coach Stoops. That's a that's a real. <laughs> That's a cool. That's a cool. I probably would like playing for him back then, but you know, yeah, he was, he was a real, you know, laid back, chill dude. You know, that was that was definitely fun. We were on the, uh, we were in San Antonio, so our hotel was right on the Riverwalk. So we when we would go downstairs to our lobby, we would just go to the Riverwalk, and you know, it was people out there. It was you know people, um, you know, cheering us on. We had you know fans all there. Um, we have like we had kind of did like this joint event, like this little pep rally with uh we play organ and it was you know, it was so I would say definitely the album Bowl was, was the best one I've been to so far. And I forgot, uh when you went off uh 
I wanted to ask you this question because it, it had to catch y'all by a surprise. But um, after Drake um, and the Matire stuff, you guys go down for the extra point and the fans start chanting SEC. What did what were you guys thinking? And then had Coach uh, said anything like, "Hey, if this comes up this year, this is how we're going to react." Um, he he told us uh, in the beginning of the year, you know, all the SEC talk, you know, that's for next year. You know, just focus on this year. Focus on, you know, focus on twenty three. You know, next year's. I know. Oh. It was the wrong question. Right, your <laughs> mark is cutting our internet. <clears throat> yeah, your mark said no to the SEC chance. Same thing yeah. with uh, Coach Venables, which I totally understand. So it's a good time. I just, you know, you just got to think about it. Like all that stuff's going down. You get down to block the extra point, and then all of a sudden that starts bouncing out there, and you're just like, are they really doing this right now? Because I mean, there's just it just wasn't uh, it wasn't like like uh, it was kind of like a hey screw you to the refs, and that is the only way that I think that like I would have been okay with an SEC chant from Oklahoma. Right, right. That's basically my my feelings with that was the you know it. Yeah, it, it's funny because you know. That's all we, we 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 enjoy the fact that we can get to your mark with everything that we've dealt with here in the Big Twelve and stuff. So, um, a little bit on the hysterical side, but yeah, man, that uh, that's good stuff. I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up. Sorry, we can get to everybody's questions, but thank y'all for pulling no, up. Right. We're gonna definitely uh, uh, work on bringing our man back, hopefully before draft or whatnot. A lot of great questions. Thank y'all for the interaction and the participation as usual. That was Isaiah Cole, defensive tackle, senior for the Sooners, hanging out with us for a bit. You know, everything's acting up. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up, put a bow on it. Make sure you wipe your feet, hit the like button. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. Um, BYU this weekend, baby. It's going to be a big game. I'm pretty excited. I know Coop is as well. We should be yeah. able to go out there and close it <clears throat> out and make the magic happen. This is one of those games where we should cook those boys. Uh, 100%. So, for uh, everybody here, like I said, wipe your feet, do what y'all do best, and uh, we'll chop it up with y'all day or two. Peace. Peace.